Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Ocean by H10 Hotels and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Content warning. This episode will discuss a lot of heavy topics such as homicide, sexual assault, and violence against children. Please, be kind to yourself. Prepare yourself with before and or after care. And remember, if you or a loved one is going through it, you can dial 988 for the Crisis Lifeline, or you can call the National Mental Health Hotline at one 866 903 3738 Join us to explore the stories, policies, practices, and ideas of the new Survivors Movement. This is Survivors Hills with your host, Oya L. Sherell. Welcome, 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 good people. In today's episode, we will be joined by a survivor who has had to overcome sexual assault and overcome addiction, only to be faced with further loss to overcome. In this new survivor's movement, we often refer to this experience as polyvictimization, meaning this person has survived many traumas, which is unfortunately too often the case in black and brown low-income communities, which is why faith-based organizations like the one ran by our second guest advocate for a shift in the way we do things, both economically, educationally, and spiritually. Check it out. All right. So welcome, 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 good people. Hello. 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 <laughs> So you guys are here with uh, the Survivors Hill podcast. 
My name is Oya Shrells. I'm your host today. Hello, Oya. Hi, Oya. <laughs> and as you guys can Hello. hear, we have some amazing, good energy, good vibes folks in the space today. We have um, Latasha Brack. Hello. And Miss Cheryl Branch. Hi. Hello. And these two amazing individuals have a journey to share with you all today. Miss Latasha Brax, her story was actually chronicled by the LA Times earlier this year in April 2020. They interviewed her and followed her around the community, her community, just to see and talk about, you know, the ways that she has started to give back to the community after overcoming so much. And so we're going to hear from her today. And then one of our partners in the good fight, we have Miss Cheryl Branch, who, I mean, you guys, <laughs> if you guys are doing any kind of work on the ground that has to do with social justice, that has to do with moving the people, you know, towards um, more hope, more healing, more resources, and you know who Cheryl Branch is, okay? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Oya. Oh, yeah, that was nice to say. Most people call me a bully in some level, you know? <laughs> hey, we got to have it all. Right. You right. know, you got to have yeah, all right. them levels to be balanced, mm-hmm. right? Yes. God can brought us a long ways. He has. He has. Yeah. And it's I feel that way because of the subject matter. Mm-hmm. The families, you yes. know, the pain, yes. the confusion mm-hmm. and how you have to fight for your own healing, you know. Yes. 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 So I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So can we start with you? Miss Latasha, if you want to just share a little bit about your journey and what are the things that, you know, help you keep going from day to day? Well, my journey started when I was 14, when I was getting molested by my mother's husband and his brother. So I came a long ways from that, and um, it messed me up in my life a lot, you know. So... I got on drugs and everything. So now I have 26 years clean from PCP, and I'm going to have 15 years clean February 2nd from crack cocaine. So God have brought me a long ways, and I got sober, and I've been living right. I'm still in my same house that I'm in. I moved there when I got clean, so I'm almost going to be there 15 years almost. So God is good. I'm at the same church mm-hmm. um, helping the community out. So I lost my oldest son. I lost him in 2019 to gun violence. Um, He got killed in Las Vegas. So I'm going through it. It's a lot. It's a whole lot to just miss your son. Every day I wake up, I think about him. Every time I go to bed, I think about him, you know. So it's kind of hard. So... I'm just trying to be out here and be a survivor, survivor speak, you know, speaking to the ones that lost their loved ones and people that haven't lost their loved ones just to let them know what it feel like, you know, to lose someone and they haven't lost someone. So you, everybody need to know these things, you know. So it was hard for me. It was hard for me. They gunned my baby down. And uh, what it was, I had this feeling. I was in church that morning. And it was some type of feeling. I guess it was that mother's instinct because I kept feeling something. And some said, get up. 
get up and leave. But I wanted to hear the pastor's word. But something kept telling me, get up and leave. So I, I got up, walked around the corner, went to the house. Like 15, 20 minutes later, they called me and told me my son got killed. But I have felt it. Mm-hmm. I have felt it. Mm-hmm. So it was so hard just going through that. And um, he left me with a grandson I'm not able to see, you know, so that's kind of hard, too. But God brought me a long ways, you know, so I started helping the community out, doing things, start feeding the homeless, mm. start feeding the homeless, whatever I can do, you know. I'm on a committee at church and at my son's school, so I'm always giving gifts out and doing something on the council, you know. So God then brought me a long ways, and I am just so happy to be here, and I'm happy to share my story with you guys. But it's hard. It's hard because I wouldn't have never thought I would have lost my child. Your kid's supposed to bury you. You're not supposed to bury your kids, you know, and we don't want to bury nobody, you Mm -hmm. know. So it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard. Just living with it, you know, he's in my living room, you know, I keep him in my iron, in the mm-hmm. iron, mm-hmm. you know. So I just thank God for Oya, you know, in the community around. So I'm always out there trying to do something to help somebody because you never know when you're going to need somebody. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's my thing, doing things around the neighborhood and working with Oya. She's so beautiful. I love her so much. And I just thank you guys for listening to me. I'm a reflection of you. You're so beautiful. And you do so much. (laughs) Um, Tasha's out here um, supporting young mothers. Every time you turn around, she's supporting a young mother out here, making sure they got diapers, clothes, whatever she can, you know? Yes. Mm -hmm. I wanted to note, too, that one of the things that you have done in your healing journey is to commission a piece of art Mm -hmm. for your son. Deshaun. Oh, um, he, I have him painted on my garage. Look just like him. He's so it's so beautiful. So every time I walk outside, I see, see him. him. He's on my garage, looking so handsome. That's beautiful. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so art has played a a major role in your healing. Yes. And, um, and also as well as coming to your garden doing things, uh, <laughs> and I put uh, some plants down. In mm-hmm. his name, you know, mm-hmm. so I buried him, and I said, "Okay, mm-hmm. this is for Tashawn. We gonna know where he at when we come up in here." Yeah, right. you know, and I appreciate right. all you for that. So yes, no, we appreciate you too. Thank you so much for sharing with us your journey, and we're going to come back in a second. But I wanted to also open up the airwaves right now so that we can hear from Miss Cheryl Branch and. You know, always hearing the like the really hard things that our community is going through, I think that's the thing that drives our hearts mm-hmm. to be in this work. Yeah. So can it you does. tell us a little bit about your journey to doing this work? To being a healing worker, because, you know, I don't have the credibility of I've lost a child or a spouse, you know. Mm-hmm. But I am a part of that survivor community, like the siblings, the aunts. I'm still a family member. So my personal story started um, in mid-2000. My sister, my younger sister, Mm -hmm. her fiancé was murdered and shot in the home in front of my 13-year-old brother. Because they weren't technically married at that time, I inherited a whole family. And myself Mm -hmm. at that time, I was only about 29 years old. Mm -hmm. 
So here I am. I get a whole three people completely broken by a gun violence, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so that truth, you know, helped me first to, you know, connect, empathize mm-hmm. with the survivor community, right? Not knowing that years later in 2016, mm-hmm. I was going to be reconnected with Oye's father, mm-hmm. who was my friend. And we both grew up um, in the nation of Islam. So we were bonding around our faith. Right. You know, that's where he knew there were certain things and things he could say that I would connect to. So he was coming back to the work and he said, I need you to do some things. And so he was telling me the story about this survivor community he had lost his son. We all knew. Yes. But had grown into this movement. Mm-hmm. He was determined to lift up the voice of black people. Yes. So that's a tradition I come from. Yeah. You know, I'm fortunate to be what Tupac would say, we're, we're a dying breed. Mm-hmm. We're a dying breed that from the time I can remember, my parents were activists. You know, mm-hmm. I've been going to marches and sit-ins and peace parlors, you know, since I was two years <laughs> right. old. Yeah. Because it was just our home upbringing. You would see these people. But it didn't mean anything to me until I became an adult. Hmm. And so some of the things that I try to bring to the work when I'm working with the survivor, their family, is first just to connect Because grief and loss has no time clock. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's no exact formula. It's not something that I could take my professional degrees and my training and say, okay, we're going to start the grief class like this. The survivor session goes like this. It can't be organized like Mm -hmm. that. So it was a little difficult to figure out where do I fit in, you know. And so I used to talk to your father a lot about that to help someone like me, where do we add value? Mm -hmm. And there's traditions in the black culture. So we were able to explore that. Like, how do we bring those real traditions and culture? Because today you can talk about, name it, racism. It's institutional racism. And this survivor movement is to represent those from a racial class, an economic class, a political class that have been marginalized. So when they faced gun violence or crime or assault, abuse, it just was not a part of the culture to report, Mm -hmm. to seek formal help, like in the form of mental health or other holistic healing. That's a recent phenomena from the family members and loved ones that I would say around post the crack cocaine era. I think that's what really woke everybody up to say, oh, this is not normal. Okay. This is not <laughs> this, me. There this is go. not me. This, this is, is not, not normal. <laughs> and we got to do something about this right. because we were the ones picking up the pieces. It was so awkward. Yes. Mm-hmm. I often felt so awkward and ill prepared. You know, what do I say to my family members? Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah. I was part of that social work generation because South L.A. and Watts is the epicenter. Everybody knows that now. There's lots of movies and documentaries out. And so as a young social worker, I remember going to Nickerson Gardens and finding a two-year-old in the oven. Jesus. A two-year-old, you know. So it just kind of woke me up. I remember being in Martin Luther King Hospital when it used to be called Killer King. King. Mm -hmm. yes. And used to. Yeah, when it used to be. It's, it's much great better house, now. Great oh, my Beautiful. goodness. They saved my life. Yeah, yeah, that's the whole. They saved my life. 
Yeah, it's that's very different. Yeah, so that kind of helped me. You know, that's been my journey. So I've had to practice staying in my lane, mm-hmm. being an ally, you know, more so than trying to beat that testimony Amen. and supporting people wherever they are in that journey. There's no right answer and fighting for that so that people like can have the space to do your calling. It's a purpose. We're fortunate we found our purpose. Amen. I feel like I'm living in my purpose in life, you know, and that's what the human experience is all about. That's right. Um, I appreciate you so much for sharing that and especially like the nuances of talking about how because what I call this is the new survivors movement because there definitely was a history right of survivors of crime asking and going to the the government and directing the government to provide services and you know that was prior to even the 60s right but that first wave of survivors looked a very certain way Mm -hmm. um and really not until you know 2000 and (laughs) 2020 maybe 2012 maybe 2012 2011 2010 did survivors of color start standing in those places and saying you know what some of these resources need to come our way and but it was an effort that was multicultural you know of folks from every level you know not only black folks but um yeah yeah, everybody everybody came to the table yeah so that so what was it just white people were getting right victims of crime absolutely were the the only ones getting public support absolutely and medical and health support absolutely even though, of course, there were always some black and brown folks who slipped through the cracks and was able to access, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, some of those resources, the overwhelming majority. And actually, one of the reports that was recently put out by ASJ, um, I think they noted that it was less than 8% of any, like, public victims of mm-hmm. crime funds mm-hmm. was going towards black folks and people of color. Yeah, I believe that's because the victims of crime funding in particular, not the services so much, but Mm -hmm. the funding really was in collusion, if you will, with the justice system, Mm -hmm. which we were busy dismantling the criminal injustice system. Right. We realized in the 1990s that, you know, 77 percent of African-American males were under the supervision of the court system. We didn't have that data. This was way before Michelle. Alexander's thesis mm-hmm. and, and crime. So all that hadn't even happened yet. Right. Just a group of clergy out of L.A., um, they found this study, and it was 1994. It was sparked after the 92 riots, and it said 77% of African-American males were under supervision of criminal justice system. So that's, to me, what kind of got all of this going. Victims of crime then became attached to this profit system mm-hmm. because they privatized prisons then mm-hmm. and so you had to have all these things driving it and the victims of crime funds i think were part of that so it was reserved only for those in the suburban and could do prevention and urban communities at that time were in the throes of a lot of ills like what we see today right so here we are that's what happened and then the community started speaking up like somebody's got to speak up well um for my son when he got brutally murdered they didn't give me nothing from victim of crime 
Mm-hmm. They didn't give me not nothing, not a red penny. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, what did they say? Why? They told me because I had life insurance on him. Mm. Yeah, because the victims of crime, they call themselves the pair of last resort. Yeah. Uh huh. So I just tried it. You know, the lawyers told me try to go yeah. for victim of crime. They yes. sent me an application yes. and I did the application. But so they penalize you because you had smart planning for your family. You had yeah. life insurance yes. is is supposed to be an economic wealth right. building tool. So, I mean, you're you're doing everything right. Yeah. You know what? What is that? Well, I was um, happy. I mean, I hated it that I had to use that yeah, that life insurance. You know, I just got it because once he started saying he wanted and acting like he wanted to gang bang at the at a young age, fifteen or so, mm-hmm. I said, it's okay, you wanna call yourself gang banger but not at my house. Mm-hmm. And I told put put him in job core and everything. It didn't work, you know. So he started doing uh, you know, acting out, whatever. But it's just hard, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. It was really hard, and I hated to have to spend that money that that type of way. I said, Lord, I wish I would have got won a lottery or something, mm. not because I to get this money for my son. That's mm-hmm. what I didn't want it for, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. but I thank God that he let me get life insurance that I didn't have to be on the corner. Um, Doing co- a go the car wash, car, right. car wash, go car fund wash, me, go all of this type of stuff. And so God still fell in place for me. He still did it. He, he still, still worked it out. He still worked it out. And, you know, I just thank God that I'm doing better and that I didn't relapse because it hurt me so much about my son. Yeah. It hurt me so much. So I just thank God I didn't relapse and I was strong. Yes. When God took it away from me, he took it away from me. He said, no more. Mm-hmm. I don't care how mad somebody make you mm-hmm. or you lost somebody. I will never go back. And I thank God for that, for me being strong because it was hard. I, it's still hard for me. Some I have some days mm-hmm. thinking about my son. Some days I have good days. Some days my bad days. I just sit in my chair sometime and I just cry. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. sometimes I just think about them and, and tears start falling and I can't stop them. Mm-hmm. And I just keep wiping my face and they're just steady coming. Yeah. Just steady coming. Yeah. Have you ever been like that before? I have. Where the, the tears won't stop coming. Yeah. And then I, and like my son would come in and he would hug me like, Ma, you okay? Just thinking about Sashawn, you know, I miss him, you know. And I cry and it seemed like them tears would not stop coming. Yeah. They would not yeah. stop coming. And I just, the more I wipe them, the more I just keep crying and keep crying and I just cleanse myself out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's inspiring because you, again, you're representing the voiceless. Yes. You're representing the voiceless. And it's so hard sometimes at the big picture level to keep that distance from trying to monetize those kinds of things that happen to people. Like what you're saying, Mm -hmm. the source of last resort for the listeners, you know, this is um, the call to action. Yeah. She had life insurance, even though it was painful. What I hear her describing is her process. Mm -hmm. I stayed sober. Mm -hmm. I had to dig deep. I had to be strong. You know, she's that voice that we need that can appeal to someone that's on the edge who really doesn't have that. Mm -hmm. Because the numbers became so disproportionate in these past 10 to 15 years. That's why we needed this movement. Because it was more people that didn't have it and were facing gun violent death and other um, crimes and had nowhere to go. Mm -hmm. 
and then the need to have to have services for someone like to yes. help her get through that. What a choice. That's what she's talking about, folks. It's like you have to make this choice. Who wants to do that? Yeah, it was hard. It was hard. But we sent them home good. We had a good gospel uh, concert and a blues concert. Mm, nice. we, we did the blues. We did the uh, gospel. Louisiana we, style. We turned it out. <laughs> yeah. We turned a it out. A celebration of When life. I say we yeah. had a concert, I had all of my family, and we did it. We, we, we really sung and did everything, and it was it was nice, but it was hard to see to see my son down in that casket. I was like, Jesus, Jesus, help me, you know. And I, I think that the celebration of life in those times, it's so difficult to not, like, turn back to the things that we thought were sustaining us before, but really it was the thing that was putting us in a situation where, you know, it was going to hurt us more, you yeah. know? Yeah. We're going to take a short break to hear from our sponsors. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive Budget Beach Finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Generations Riviera Maya Resort and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. The wait is over. The Shy returns May 10th on Paramount+, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. So... I feel like you were talking a lot about, you know, how you came out, how you got through yes. and how your faith was a big part of that. Yes. You know, and so I think that sometimes when we think about healing and we think about traditional healing versus non-traditional healing, I know for the black community, traditional healing looks like going to the church, yes. you know, but like mm -hmm. you said, um, <laughs> we also brought that blues in it, you know, because 
one, we're not a monolith. We we have the church, we have the mosque, we have yes, a wide exactly. spectrum of things. A lot of them. Yeah. You know, that we're spiritual. Spiritual. We're spiritual. We're spiritual. We're spiritual. It's magic. We had to go That's to church. That's why they call us black up. girl magic. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. They all want to yeah. know the secret. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not telling her. You right. tell her. I'm not telling her. I'm not t- you're not telling me. Okay, that's that. We, we that's had that. A, yeah, I had to get up. We, they made us go to church when, when I was born and raised in church. We had to get up. We had to go to Sunday school. I was in the Sunshine Band. <laughs> Yeah, no, me too. I was in a sunshine band. I was singing. We had to go to choir rehearsal. Oh, my God. The Christmas programs where we all coming in with our little candles and stuff. You know, them days just take me back. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was a foundation Mm -hmm. of that. And I'm sad that we've lost that for our young people Uh between 12 and 30. It's on the decline, if not totally absent, mm. because there's so many other things influencing them. You need an anchor. Right. Yeah. 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 You need something to be anchored by. So it doesn't have to be the church that we knew. It took Amen. me a long time to say Amen. that. Yeah. Because I am come from the old school. I'm uh-huh. over 50. Right. Uh-huh. Our young people can't relate to that. Mm-hmm. But I think we've let it go too far where there's not much else anchor guiding them. Mm-hmm. We don't tell those stories. So many of them, their families have fallen apart or fragile that they're guiding themselves. And we have to reckon with that. My generation, that's Mm -hmm. why I said we are a dying breed. Our generation, we didn't do our jobs. Yes. That's that baby boomers and those Generation X. We were so selfish, Mm -hmm. I think, as adults. We were just irresponsible. When I think about when I raised my children. I have my son. I have five stepchildren. So six kids I'm raising in a house. I'm 30 years old with six kids. I'm going cuckoo. (laughs) And I'm thinking all the stuff that I recall my parents didn't do this, didn't do that, didn't Mm -hmm. do this, didn't do that. I can't even imagine not doing that. Mm. I can't imagine not doing some of that. And we gave them a pass as a collective community, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's where I have to relate to some of these young people too, you know? Well, let me, um, as a millennial, like, I'm a late... <laughs> We're baby boomers and I, Xers. The baby boomers, yeah. Yes. I'm, I'm a late-term millennial, yeah. though, okay? I'm a late-term millennial. Um, and, you know... But still a millennial. A, <laughs> I know your daddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say that um, I, I do hear that often. I hear people, you know, from the Xers and the boomers saying, like, you know, oh, we didn't do our job, but I do have to say that I I feel like you guys held things up as much as you could, and you guys actually provided a beautiful path for us to follow. I mean, I feel like, you know, some of it was breadcrumbs. You know, we had to go find on our own. We had, it was like a scavenger hunt, Mm. but there is... Great, great insight. You know, but there has been... You know, a lot that you guys had to go through, you guys, you know, had the crack epidemic, which was, in my view of it, it was like chemical warfare. It was like it was not something that most families did not, most black families in particular, did not leave that era unscathed. Oh, my God, it was horrible. The pain of people that we knew and loved just were not themselves. It it hadn't been introduced to us yet. So when you saw someone that sick... And you couldn't even say sick. 
We couldn't say that. They were criminalized. They were deemed. It was horrible. So imagine me. I'm, I'm one of those young people that was sitting there. What do we do? We're, we're taking care of the kids and the family members left. It was horrible. But I never wanted to give up. I never, because I felt the chemical warfare. I, because it was. Now we know we weren't imagining things. Mm-hmm. It was the government is complicit all up and down that food chain. They had a little something to do with all that. So you did this to us. So that's why you owe. Mm-hmm. You owe mm-hmm. white America owes us this. They owed us to black people and these low-income communities, especially in Watts, for example, as an epicenter poster child for the rest of the world. I'm telling you, I found kids hiding in the oven. Now it wasn't Jesus. on, but they were hiding. He was hiding because the household was so chaotic. Mm. Just a little baby trying Jesus. to, but that's also so. So I got to see light and dark at the same time because he was smart enough to know instead of just being out here in the general environment where yeah. I could be harmed, I'm going to open this thing and climb my body. <laughs> 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 and so like I was it. like, you're. Come here, little baby. Oh, <laughs> he came to you. He did. Oh he was my just like, God. oh, thank baby. you, Jesus. Oh, you know, no. <laughs> but that's a true story. That's yeah. that's how sad it was. That's it sad. is. So that's people just sad. were sick, and nobody wanted to say they were sick. So we couldn't care about our loved ones. Mm. And um, some years ago, but I know this lady. I, I still see her every now and then. Plus, when I was incarcerated, I was incarcerated with her as well. She was. She was. Um, from the projects over there in Watts, and she um, stabbed this little boy up and cut his body open. Stabbed him up and cut his body up. She did a long time in in the mental prison. She did a long time in there, but... She had cut that little boy up. She killed that little baby. Oh, she wow. she stabbed him up because her mind is not really here. Really there? She yeah. Was so Ill. She, shouldn't have been allowed to have custody, she, right? She, um, it wasn't none of her kids or anything. It, it was, was just a random oh, it was little a boy. Random, a t- yeah, a she random stabbed crime. him up and killed them and cut him up real bad. Oh my god! Killed the little boy, but she did some time in prison, but. You know, but she's back out on the streets, and I feel like people that that kill people and do things, I feel like they lives to be taken too. You know, you go away and do some time in in prison, do life. You didn't yeah. took a life. You didn't took you a life. To you stay. got to give your life. I agree life. with that. I agree yeah, with you that. got you. You didn't took somebody's life. So now they telling me the boy that killed my son, they starting from fifteen to forty five years. I'm not even saying 45. I, don't, I want them to throw the book at him. Mm-hmm. Throw the book life. at him. Throw life the book at him. Give him yeah. life. He took my son's life, and he also took mine as well. Mm-hmm. Because after my son got killed, I wasn't right. Mm-hmm. Wasn't, I still ain't right. Right. I'm still not right. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like those ones out there that's killing people, taking their lives, stop giving them 12 years, 5 years, and all of this. Throw the book at them. If they took somebody's life, take theirs. I don't believe in... Death, you know. I don't believe in the killing. I don't believe in the death penalty because you're not God. Right. Who is you to kill somebody? Right. I'm not thinking all of them judges that kill folks then had them go, yeah, y'all got to deal with God Mm -hmm. because you're still Mm -hmm. not supposed to kill nobody, Mm -hmm. regardless to what. But let him stay in jail until he die in there. That's the way I feel. And. You know what? In the in the new survivors movement, Uh we have survivors that um both ends of that spectrum, right? Yes. We have those who 
feel just like you do, you know, and would like to see the longest, harshest sentences possible. And then you have those survivors who they believe in something called restorative justice. They Mm -hmm. believe if we can rehabilitate that person's mind and heart so that they would not harm another another person, then we can let that person rejoin society, re-enter society. Even if they murdered someone? I don't believe in it. Even when they murder someone. Let them out, they're going to do it again. Some of them don't learn because they already sick in the head because you didn't kill somebody. You sick in the head. You know, Jeffrey Donham. Whatever his name is, that killing the folk, that kill folk for he no was a reason. Serial a serial killer. killer. killer yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And she people, gets yeah. for sure. Uh, what do they yes. call it? Life in prison. Yes. 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 You she like to go that. around and yes. kill people. You get off by killing somebody. Yeah. Who does that? Yeah. Who does that? You taking one of God's other kids. You taking somebody else's family. Mm-hmm. You know, I just don't. Yeah. I just don't agree with letting them out on the streets again. I don't because I feel like if somebody didn't lost their life. Why are you going to let this other person back out in society? I'd have to see some examples. I agree with you. I'd, I'd want to, if I was talking to the restorative justice crew, mm-hmm. they would have to bring me some people that I could observe what they observe. I'd want to be influenced. Like, yeah. what could you influence me with? Like, you need to show me somebody who's killed somebody and now there's something else 40, 40, 50 years. Like, I want to really see what, what are you talking about? Right. Because yeah. I'm with you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I can't mm-hmm. see it. Yeah. So I'm not going to shut you down because we're supposed to be open-minded. Yeah. Right? But, but you're going to have to show me what does that record look like somebody's been rehabilitated and restored? Like, I want to know what that is. Do you think they can be re- yeah, rehabilitated no, and restored? Can you, what is you the feel evidence? Like it? Yeah, I would say... Are I you would a restorative justice? I am a restorative justice person. I would say... One of the things that we know about human nature is that we do have the capacity to change and transform Mm -hmm. our lives. We can change and transform our behavior, you know. But then also we have folks in our community who's definitely, and I'm not going to call out nobody's name. (laughs) Actually, I'm going to ask you guys to listen to all the episodes of Survivors Heal because you will meet some of these people who, you know what, I'm going to use one of their, I'm going to use, well, yeah, like with Time Time Done, done. right? Yeah. But I'm going to use one of the quotes from one of the gentlemen that I um, interviewed early on, um, Dennis Mapp. He says, you know, unfortunately, sometimes we get these role models, Mm -hmm. but we don't get these real models. Mm -hmm. And so because of the role models that some of these young men have had, they have been brainwashed to believe that the only thing out here for their life is either sell drugs, do drugs, or gangbang, right? And be out here Mm -hmm. playing with not only their lives, but other people's people's lives, lives, right? And so until they are shown a different way, You know, and unfortunately for some of them, it takes them getting locked up Mm -hmm. to get it. Yeah, to see something new, you know, and um, and that's so fucked up, isn't it? I just have to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Some straight up bullshit. If that is even true, if that is if that is absolutely true, these are the reasons why I pay my life insurance because I'm out. I'm out. That's right. Who wants to live? So the structural challenges for some and not for all Mm -hmm. being poverty racism, economic isolation, neglect, um, poor educational opportunities, poor health outcomes, poor food, bad environment, no housing, all these things that are structural (laughs) that you thus get 
fewer role models. The drug epidemic dumped on us, right? You know, so all that happens. And so now if only I would, let me let me pull up my good social work language. <laughs> if only I would restructure my cognitive thoughts. If only I would rebuild my social skills. Right. If only I would problem solve better and then have some emotional regulation. That's what they teach him in the system. Right, mm-hmm. right. Bullshit. I just don't <laughs> see it. That's tough, Oye. That's really tough. It's a hard well, one. Well, That's well, a hard well, one. Well, let me ask you this. So when it comes to military, right, mm-hmm. we know we send our folks to different parts of the world. They take lives. Mm-hmm. We pay them, right. right? Some of them come back, and they come back fucked Ooh, up. Fucked up, baby. They do. They some do. of them they can't do. sit next to them, baby. I'm scared. They do. Can't sit next to them. But we owe them, and some of them services too. And some of them, some of them are they able to, that's you know, right. keep going, right? Mm-hmm. And you said some of them never heal, and that's what I really fear all the time. Yeah, and I wanted to get to that the the fact that. It is true that some wounds just do not heal. They don't. They don't. Like my son, I, that's a big old wound. I, I, I feel like I'm going to never heal. I feel like I'm never going to heal. Yeah. And you know what they call that? They call that a chironic wound, right? Yes. It's a wound that's it's eternal. From the moment that it happens, mm-hmm. you take it with you all the mm-hmm. way, all mm-hmm. the way to, to you're gone mm-hmm. out of this world, right? Yes, yes. But what we ask, mm-hmm. right, is that... As you are going through a wound that may never heal, mm-hmm. that you still seek healing. Yeah. That okay. even if you know, I get that. I get that. On both sides, you're going to be Donald Trump. On both sides. We got to do it on both sides. On both sides. On both sides, right? And so even, even yes, exactly. I'm so more even of a perpetrator. If, <laughs> I'm on up to my shit. <laughs> I'm more of the perpetrator. And those yeah. are the rules of engagement. Everybody uh-huh. else ain't going to tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to tell you, when you walking in the role of the perpetrator and you hanging out with that crew, there's a cost for that. That's right. And we're just not honest with our family members, our loved ones. You want to play with fire? Grandma used to say, mm-hmm. yes, might get burned. That's so then what you want us to do when you, you I mean, you know, so I, I accept that that's how I was raised when you to me, that's critical thinking. Mm-hmm. You just got to know. And so that's why I think it's fucked up because these social and political issues, economic, they compromise our ability to be that present. You can't be present. Because you're so caught up in the trauma, the anxiety and all that stuff. And what we know once you start healing, the present is what the real magic is. Can you be in right here in this room right right now? Forget about what happened when I leave here. Speak on it. You know, (laughs) and so we don't talk about that. Yeah. And hold that thought. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, 
you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Ocean by H10 Hotels and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. The wait is over. The Shy returns May 10th on Paramount Plus and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn Alliances will shift and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash the shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. So, Oya... How you think the doctors feel, the ones that give abortions? How do you think they feel, like the person that that give you, you know, how they get you, put you on the, in a chair, the, the electric chair, mm-hmm, the uh, executioner? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So how do you think the other people? How they think they feel, the ones that's giving abortions that and killed the babies? How do you think they feel? Well, I think that the doctors who are doing that signed up for that. Yeah, I know signed up for you it. Know, yeah, but I'm, ask, think, I'm asking, like, do they have anything in the back of their head, like when they get home, like, Lord, I didn't kill this baby, I didn't kill five babies today, you know, Lord, but I'm, you know, I'm just, you know. Well, you know. What, when it comes to, so I grew up, I, I did grow up in Kojic in the Church of God in Christ, right? Me too. And so, Me too. <laughs> listen, so I am very much, I was very much steeped in that faith. I did get other examples, though, of, of faithful spiritual people because my grandparents on the other side, you know, practice Islam. And so I got a nice, well-rounded view of, right. you know, different faiths. Mm-hmm. And my dad was always spiritual, right? Yeah. And I say this, I preface that to make this point, because growing up in the Church of God in Christ, so what I learned about was forgiveness and repentance. Amen. And in your relationship with your higher power, mm-hmm. not yeah. the relationship with the people I, out here, yeah. right? But mm-hmm. the relationship with your higher Amen. power, yes. you know, the most high can handle all of that, can handle every burden that you lay yes. on, you yeah. know. So with saying that, I would say that for doctors who are, you know, having to perform those procedures or or if it's a person who has taken someone's life, uh-huh. you know, totally their different. relationship. Yeah, it's very different. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But. Their relationship with their higher power is significant and important. And that's actually why I wanted to no, bring. I hear that. I hear you. So now you're t- challenging me. <laughs> I wanted to bring y'all both here because I know that you are both very spiritual people. And yes. Cheryl Branch is actually the executive director 
of Lamb, which is the L.A. Metropolitan Churches, and okay. she organizes. How many churches do you organize in L.A.? We have um, 68 in our database, but I would say maybe 19 are active. Okay. You know what I mean, how you have your database. But, right. But we have about 19. Yeah. And so you're right. I'm faced with that dilemma. There's no easy answer when it's faith-based, you know, because it's hard to measure someone's faith. Mm. You start getting into some areas that's just not, you're not going to win. It's not winnable. No. You know, so, yeah, Yeah, so I just kind of get, I get, like, I need to stay in my lane. And I don't want to go against the people, you know, because, like I said, I don't feel like I'm fully qualified. It would be poverty pimping. Mm. if I you know what I mean like it's easy to spot you know like you better stay in your lane Cheryl so it's like I told my story so when you're saying when you're saying it would be poverty pimping what are you saying is poverty pimping because I feel like there's certain terms that get thrown around but it's just they're not really well defined you know what I'm saying and Mm -hmm. so so when you you're chasing the survivor money I see. There's an in America and in California. It's hip. It's chic. We are the originators of the recovery community, for heaven's sake. Mm. It started in California, you know, <laughs> the hippies and all that. This whole recovery. We we go back with cannabis. Self-help. You know, yeah, we're the self-help movement mm-hmm. here, you know. Yeah. So poverty pimping to me, what I've seen is some people and institutions, you know, they use the sexy thing to direct the resources. So the hardest part for me where my role comes in is connecting the people that really need it with the resources. Right. Right. Because the people that could really tell a story that matters mm-hmm. to some kind of change here either it's keeping people behind bars that have committed murder and the family says no, they get a right to say that Mm -hmm. and not be shamed to death or shut down. You don't know. The process is going to do what it do. So that's what I mean. I see a lot of people that are poverty pimping don't want to give the equal voice at the table with the survivors in the raw form that they show up. Because mm-hmm. it's sort of like church. On day one, you come to Jesus on Sunday at the altar call. And then Monday morning, you still the same center. Mm-hmm. So that's why we enroll you in new member class. So mm-hmm. we can start showing you where here's the scripture, page seven. <laughs> like the passage to say, read, right, right, read on. Right, you know. And so that's yeah. what we're fighting for our survivors yeah. that... We need a system that's going to meet them where they are. That's right. Just come in the door. We're not going to even judge you. I hate those stupid assessments because what are you assessing for? Whatever comes back in the form. What if y'all? What if you don't have that? Mm-hmm. So then you're just going to give them what you got? That's what I mean by poverty pimping. Mm-hmm. Give people what they need. Mm. We have to listen to understand, not listen to be understood. Mm. We have to listen to understand what do you need, okay, if we don't do it. So I see those are the parts of the system to me that are so broken. We waste people's time. We set them back, Mm -hmm. you know, because our system is so broken from poverty, pimping. And so now that's why we don't do direct services. We really work to educate those impacted 
the survivors and their families Mm -hmm. so that they know how to use that voice. Mm -hmm. If you're not so broken and if you are, we still got a place for you. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, That's if you cool. are, we yeah. we going to still make a bed for you because you get to just be over here and do that. We got nurses for that, too. But if you can hold it together and be strong. And say, I'm going to be a voice for someone else. Then Amen. that's where we can push yes. you forward and give you what you need. That's that's what it should be. And so there's levels for wherever people are entering and looking for service, but also sometimes just looking for community. Right. Just community. Someone who gets me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it feels good. Sometimes I've had people tell me that that just having someone that I perceive is just really listening. Because if you have to show up at any public resource in Los Angeles in 2022, it's freaking humiliating. Yeah, You can't go to the welfare office, to the court, to the DMV. What else is compulsory? So resource of last result to the homeless shelter, to the whatever it's humiliating. They ask too many damn invasionary questions. Mm-hmm. You have to bring too much paperwork. What if I lost my ID? My right. paper? I mean, you know, I'm just saying. I've had to go back to the DMV. I got six kids. I've been at mm-hmm. least six times mm-hmm. a year because somebody lost their paperwork. Mm-hmm. And so what if you don't have that? Right. Yeah. And for survivors, a lot of the times, due to the thing that happened to them, they've lost all of all that of stuff. That. Yeah, you know, so they exactly. have to start by going back and forth with these people. Like, for real. It's <laughs> Poverty pimping. And like in another thing, like dealing with Social Security. If you own Social Security, you cannot have life insurance. They're only going to give you $250 when you die. You're going to get buried in a box. And mm. how much sense does and that make? It doesn't make, make no sense. Why would so, uh, you can't have Security. life insurance. You have to. I have to get rid of me and That's my kids' cold. life insurance. Wow. They, I, they wouldn't have never known if I wouldn't have ran my mouth. But I was trying to be honest. Mm-hmm. Trying to live. We, trying, we to, try. trying to be honest. Because you we got always tried today. To be honest. You got right. <laughs> I got tried to be trying. honest. Right. I was trying to be honest. And I let them know. And they told me they mm-hmm. cut their check off for two months. Until they gave me a letter stating that they closed my life insurance. When I closed that life insurance, I had it for years they didn't give me number three that's three hundred and some dollars policy you know? that we should work on that they need to work on this that's this, this a policy that OA needs to for be 2023 it needs to be took in there it, is. it needs <laughs> to be took into the, to, the capital y'all heard it today we yeah, need to have, it, it needs policy. to be took into the capital we need to march for this to let people get life insurance yes if you on social security if you on social security yes you supposed to have a nice funeral too Exactly. That's right. Why y'all gonna talk about you ain't gonna get number two hundred and fifty dollars? But y'all talking about we can so have life insurance. Death, you're that traumatized. That's why with I, your poverty. That's foolish. I don't, li- I don't have, like it. That needs to be Survivor Speak twenty twenty three. I feel like we should go take that to um yeah, to, to the city to the absolutely. city and let them know about what's the National bullshit. Crime Safety Group that y'all uh, started. Yeah, so CSSJ. That is a call to action. There we go for a presidential campaign that we want that rule change. We really need to look at this. Yes, Because let's do that's it. not fair. That's Why right. Why put us on SSI you earned and you your SSI. do that? You earned your SSI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you it, earn SSI. Oh, yeah. it's, a, it's one of the few benefits we have left. Yeah. And so this is the financial literacy part look at that. of survivor healing, right? Because yes. we're looking at these resources. This is the organizer training. It's part of that. So we, you're entitled to your SSI. That's a different yeah. benefit. Uh-huh. And then you shouldn't be prevented. If you can find a way to pay for it, 
let, from let, having let it a life insurance let it policy. Be. Let it be because anybody want to be now buried right. get one of us shot because, no. you know, you can't be talking about economic freedom <laughs> in America like like as a nappy-head-dreaded-up <laughs> black woman. I, I'm a, you know, I'm come on, you here. can't do that. <laughs> we, we're not supposed They killed King for that, remember? As long as he was dreaming, he was good. As soon as he said guaranteed income, pop, pop. Guaranteed. He was gone six months later. I put a lace on. Write about that again. I'm just telling you, it's the timeline. These are facts. That's that's right. He was dead in less than six months after he wrote the guaranteed income. Guaranteed income. You know that there's actually been some pilot programs in LA County on some guaranteed income. Have Have y'all seen seen that? that? I have. I have. Uh, have. It's a good. It's a step in the right direction, but we still got more to do. We still have more. To do. It's a step in the right direction. But I'd like to see our schools working. Mm. I'd like to see more attention to the credit recovery for these um, young minority students from during COVID. I'm an employer. I won't have a pool of urban community youth to pull from because so many of them will not be prepared. Mm-hmm. Because they won't be graduating high school in the next five years, so I could pick them up and put them to work. Because of the pandemic. Because of the pandemic setbacks and just what a good public education should be. What should be available to our young people, the type of support parents need. If you've got school-age kids, it's pitiful. Yeah. There's a lot that needs to be done, and... I just come from the school that, you know, there's actually a lot of survivors out here who do have the answers. And that's exactly why we're going to be doing that uh, policy push (laughs) to change the insurance for sure. For the life insurance for people that's on Social Security. Oh, my God. That's a winnable one. That's That's winnable. We're going to have to march. We're going to march. We gonna go down there and we gonna because march. Because I tell you this much: yeah. if you if you get mutual life, mm-hmm. pay too many policies <laughs> mm-hmm. because we ain't doing GoFundMe's and car washes. You got to pay that life insurance. That's some bullshit. They gonna change them gun laws, right. guarantee. See, you Let already them know start it. seeing some money going into the hood mm-hmm. because all the hood mamas been put up on game. Mm-hmm. Well, sweetie, we it's life is your life is your life. But everybody, you gotta have at least a hundred G's. These <laughs> are the life insurance agents. They'll sign you up at twenty five dollars a month. That's right. You can get that. That's what you. Yep. Yeah, yeah. There you they'll, go. They'll handle that. Yes. They'll, they'll change that. They need to. They They'll really change do. that because that's economic. Okay, so then what you're saying is first we do an organizing effort to get everybody signed up on insurance, and then we go in and yes, change the policy. Yes, and then you change we the got, policy gotta, for those it. where it gets in the way. Where it because gets in the way. that money okay. is essential. You can, you know, this the is hell? what they deny poor people and, and what racism does. When you lose someone, if you can deal with it a whole lot better in Bahama with your big glasses on and you're not worried about what mm-hmm. you... And I'm yeah. on my 10th massage because that's what I needed. That's I'm right. talking to my 15th counselor mm-hmm. because that's what I need. needed. That's yeah. what you need. Right? And yes. I could afford I could just get home and go right? and get it. Yeah. It's called access. That's right. That's what insurance money does for these families that are at risk. If you live in the zip code, we know how to name it now. If you mm-hmm. live in the zip code, if you are over here, if you have any friends over here, family, you're going to need this. Put that up. Yeah. Because it's a financial instrument. Yes, it's yes. nothing to be afraid of. They don't want us 
to know that. Yeah, but we're going to have to go down there and march about I that, love though. That. I'll we, be we're with really going to have to go down there and march I'll on be that. i with you. Great be- idea. And then they tell you how much money you're supposed to have and this and that. Uh, you got to spend it up. If you leave over 2000 on your car, they're going to cut your shit off. It's just too much. We now, can, that's yeah. stressful. That it's stressful. That'll cause you to drink, it's drive, stressful. hit somebody, uh. sock somebody. <laughs> Fuck them up. <laughs> Fuck them up, man. My, my, my whole two and a half hours of anger management class went out the window because I got to walk back. Back to this raggedy this bus stop bullshit, and this girl. bullshit this bullshit that come by here and stepped on my toe fucking with me so now I'm just you know that's what poverty would do Sick to y'all that's right. the call to action that's what poverty would do to you right. shoot we, we fighting five. for some economics here we need access we absolutely access. do okay. and so when we yes. make that march Love. and we're on the capital uh, steps yes. what's the song you gonna give them Amazing Grace. <laughs> I like I'll it. the sound. I like That's it. That's favorite riff, just like me. I like it. I I'm going to do McFadden and them. Ain't no stopping us now. Right. We're on, on the move. move. Hey. So we're going to be doing that. Because <laughs> it is some Amazing Grace. Yeah, and now yeah. that we got Amen. that grace, we're going to be on the move. Oh, yeah. And Tasha. Yes, baby. You, you really do got some pipes over there, though. Aww. And you have sung for some well-known people in the past. Yes. Tell us about them. Oh, I just met a lot of um, stars back in the days when I was singing, doing things. Um, I had a contract, but I didn't go out through it, you know, doing other things. So... Just enjoy singing for people and going places because people wanted to hear me. You know, people, some other people like, oh, she sing. Oh, she sing. Oh, do that. You know, so that's how I started out and singing for different stars and everything. I loved it. And you sang backup for people too, right? Um, I have did backup. I sung in a gospel group, the Gospel Warettes. Nice. We traveled around the world. We didn't go a lot of states, but we went to different states. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we traveled and we sang. Do you and, still you know, sing? Well, I still sing, but I'm not in the gospel group no more. My cousins and them, they want to get the gospel group uh, back going. And I said, we're going to have to have some rehearsals. Well, can you give us a little taste today? Uh, let me see. I'll give you a little something. Let me see. Drink a little water. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are hearing it here first. <laughs> the Rivers Project on the come up. Right. Here we go. With Lamb. Yes, well, yes, my, my little, baby this my little baby right here. I just watched her grow up. It's like I feel that like my I'm Buddha's, proud that my yellow. I know. My yellow she baby. gonna take our jobs. I feel good. <laughs> that we're in good hands. Okay. Um, I need the oh, I need the Me now, my savior, I come to to thee, my soul, love Jesus, my soul, love Jesus, he's a wonder. In my soul, bless his name, yeah. 
Lord, to your will, to your will, and do your will, do your will, to your will. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Ooh, that was beautiful. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Very beautiful. Well, there you have it, folks. Thank you so much for joining us. Where can people find you if they want to show you some love, Latasha? You can find me, get in touch with Oya, or you can, I'm in Watts. Anybody want to see me or you need my number, call Oya as well. She can get in touch with me. No social media? No, I don't do that stuff. Oh, okay, got you. Uh, <laughs> I got you. Yeah, but they can um, they can come by TRP though, and yeah, that's, uh, absolutely, that's, we, absolutely. that's where we send that's everybody. Where we got, that's TRP, what I was just yeah, just yeah. send them to TRP. I was thinking it, but they still can always get in touch with me through you. Yep, there we yeah. go. Pray and the Lord. Same for me. Reach out to the Reverence Project. They the are project. yeah. Oya is the lead for our Victims of Crime Project, Ooh. and she's just doing some amazing work. Um, they've grown and doubled and tripled so that's where we'll send you to we're at lametrochurches.org is our um the facebook page so mm-hmm. you can reach us there but if you want services you you know how to reach us we're here for cool. this movement i'm going to be in line changing insurance and helping neighborhood moms have some cash flow that's right this yes. is going to be some cash flow Ooh, you get a hundred thousand yes. that'll help yeah, so I'm, I'm with you on that thank that's you that's cool Okay. Yeah, thank you. I, I appreciate it. You ladies today. Yeah, me too. I had a thank good time you. talking to you ladies. It was, it was good. Keep up the good work. All right. All right. Hey, hey, get your day started. Sunday. Get your day started. Get your day started. <laughs> yeah, I can't say. <laughs> <laughs>As an advocate in the new survivors movement, we strive to meet people where they are. We seek to focus on our personal and communal healing practices that bring us out of fear, out of shame, and out of guilt to move us towards truth, forgiveness, and compassion. There is no timeline for this process. Secondly, systems are changing. In California, we are moving away from over-reliance on mass incarceration as it has been proven ineffective to reducing crime rates and recidivism. These shifts are happening quickly. And for families that are going through a court process, it can be difficult to navigate what's happening. One way to stay up to date about your criminal case is to utilize the VINE system. It's the nation's leading victim of crime notification system and allows for timely and reliable information about offenders or criminal cases in U.S. jails and prisons. You can visit them at www.vinelink.com. That's www.vinelink.com where they provide 24-7 help. They cover 48 states and 2,900 incarceration facilities. And finally, we briefly discussed the role of veterans in our society. 
Veterans that have participated in war are one of the reasons that we have the understanding that we do regarding PTSD or post-traumatic stress disorder. And those of us who have lived through urban street wars can make the correlation between the after effects of gun violence and how it affects the people of our communities. Amongst both groups, we have those who survive and thrive and those who are just barely hanging on. And if that's you out there struggling, just know that you're not alone. Seek healing anyway. And one place you might start is with calling 1-800-273-TALK. And for veterans, the number is 1-800-273-8255. Disclaimer, my views, beliefs, and opinions are my own and do not necessarily reflect the views of my guests, resource organizations, or sources shared. Last thing, every day we survive is a new chance to seek healing. Peace to your journey, good people. Ashe. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. What if we told you about a major breakthrough on awesome savings on all-inclusive beach vacays? OMG, this could break the case. Case? I'm talking about CheapCaribbean.com. It's full of hot savings. At CheapCaribbean.com, score an extra $175 off site-wide on vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. Swim up bar in Punta Cana or dip your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. We gotta take this show on the road. Start at CheapCaribbean.com. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. 